0: Are you listening to CBJRadio.com yet? The 2021 International Singer-Songwriters Association radio station of the year. It's a free internet radio station. Brand new shows every day. Shows range from jam band shows to hip-hop shows to all independent artist shows and a Friday night request show. And don't forget about retro Saturday nights. Make CBJRadio.com the only Internet radio station you listen to. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud. All my friends, all my friends. All my friends with Justin Flaskerud. Hello, friends. How are you doing? I think I'm doing all right. Are you subscribed to this podcast yet? Do it now on whatever platform you listen on. Amazon, Google, Pandora, Podbeam, iHeartRadio. This podcast isn't on Spotify. It's no political reasons. I guess I just don't draw enough listeners for them to uh, snatch me up but please subscribe to the podcast and then like it on facebook if you got facebook the facebook page is called all my friends with justin Flaskrude. i will wait for you to subscribe or you can just play the episode as you subscribe and like the facebook page now folks i generally talk about what's on my mind right now and i got nothing my job has been very busy And I do a couple radio shows each week on cbjradio.com, plus this podcast. The days and weeks go by faster and faster when you are so busy. I can't believe my 48th birthday is about a month away. Wow, what a long, strange trip it's been! Now, today's guest is Kirk Kelly. As you will hear in this episode, I went to school with Kurt in Laramie, Wyoming, and he was one of the first people of my age I met in Laramie when I moved here from Gresham, Oregon, and uh, at the age of 13. And we both lived on Arnold Street, shout out to the old neighborhood. The area has changed a lot since we lived there. There was an Albertsons, and I think it was Osco, maybe. I can't remember the na- exact name, uh, and a liquor store nearby but now it's all a uw parking lot for the people taking the shuttle to campus well enough about the old neighborhood let's get to the interview
1: i was born and raised in laramie
0: wyoming so born at Ivinson memorial hospital
1: born in Ivinson yeah, yeah. uh my Did parents were born in Laramie. That was, that
0: was my next question. Yeah, how they meet?
1: Ah, uh, just in school, like yeah. through friends, friends of friends. Yeah. They got married super young, so it was like sixteen and nineteen.
0: And oh wow, high school sweethearts and stuff.
1: Yeah, some, something like that.
0: And so know. even even your grandparents go back. Are they? You're
1: like a legacy of Laramie. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think i you know honestly don't know where everybody exactly was born but i know yeah they go back um i know my grandfather my mom's side was born in new mexico okay um uh, las vegas i think or las vegas new mexico area yeah which most people probably don't know
0: i only know las vegas
1: new mexico (laughs) because i
0: type it in and they're like do you want to fly to new mexico or las vegas nevada and i'm like there's a, yeah, that's how I learned that. It's not very big. Yeah.
1: I was just there last summer, uh, visiting some family and it's not very big, but it's pretty cool. It's kind of a cool. Yeah. I so, Well,
0: and then, uh, so are, is it just you or do you have
1: siblings? Um, yeah, my brother actually, yeah, my brother Dean, he's three years older. Um, yeah. And, uh, he also grew up obviously in Laramie and now yeah. we're in the same uh area in Tacoma Washington oh wow cool that's that's why I'm here is because he moved out here and I followed him later
0: oh wow oh wow um I can of remember Dean a little bit uh yeah. from when I first met you guys uh so as a kid growing up in Laramie um what were you into sports are uh, you academically inclined um
1: yeah, I would say probably mostly sports growing up. Um, I think I was a, a pretty good student as well. Um, yeah, I, yeah, not a genius, but I did, I did all right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I but I think my main probably interest and focus back then would, would have been sports and um, yeah, just kind of all but, that I knew. So ha-
0: I, having an older sibling, I have older sister six years older than me, were, did you were you guys like frickin' fracked? You follow him around everywhere, every activity he was into, you wanted to be a part of?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that was my main, I think, probably intro into sports was that my brother really liked sports. And then I would tag along and he was very accommodating, actually. It's like you hear a lot of times about that uh, sort of how some older siblings can bully their younger siblings. My yeah. brother was never like that. He was always pretty, pretty happy to have me around. So it was, or at least made
0: me feel that way. I don't like you that way. Yeah. My, my sister being six years older than me, she um, kicked my ass behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I remember like holding me down and like doing typewriter and drooling and yeah. <laughs> and, and so like she cast a big shadow being six years older than me. So like I come through schools and stuff and sports and they'd be like, Oh, you're rochelle's little brother she did it this way and i'd be like i'm not her and so that was kind of weird i i followed around a lot we were great brother and sister tandem for a long time but i think after a while i was like i gotta get out of this middle i eventually became a middle child but i was like i gotta get out of her shadow and uh but a lot of things i'm very influenced by her music I tried to do some of the same sports she had like longer legs so she was better like the track stuff and and she was the original rude
1: oh really yeah we had a
0: coach (laughs) her coach was uh a track coach and uh mr hudson and when i got to play football for him he was like oh you're rude's little brother and then it just became rude and that was in oregon and then uh i moved to laramie and I never asked. I never brought it with me. It developed in high school. I, I want to say like Mark Ruggles gave it to me. We were playing sports one day and Flaskroo just so hard to spit out. He's like, you're rude. And I was like, little did he know I was used to it being called that already. So I was like, yeah, that works. That works. And so, yeah, it was interesting because my older sister will let me know. She's like, I was the original rude. And I always tell her, well, I made it famous. So she's like, oh yeah, you got that right. And, uh, but I had a shadow, I, music, sports, stuff like that. Very influenced by my sister until like she went to college and then I had kind of my own childhood and got into rap music and different stuff. And I wanted to be different than her and stuff, but three years apart, I'm sure you, you guys, and he was accommodating, which was good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think personality wise, we were probably fairly different or at least um, how we expressed ourselves, but yeah. had a lot of the same interests. So did a lot of a lot of things together growing up.
0: Were you in other activities? Did you like uh, plays, drama, student government?
1: You know, not really. I, I guess I had, at one point had done student government, uh, yeah, but I don't think I really uh, yeah put myself <laughs> out there too much. It was kind of one of those regrets actually. Later on, was that I think there were things that i would have uh found interesting but kind of find yourself or i felt boxed in a little bit and yeah. sort of what my options might have been uh yeah just i don't know i i think a lot of people feel like that in in those times in their life where you're just like influenced a lot by the group of friends you're with and uh yeah a lot of fear and stepping outside <laughs> of those bounds and things like that so um yeah I think, it wasn't until later that I kind of expand, like, yeah, expanded my, my horizons a little bit, I guess, and, uh, found some other interests. I liked
0: drama, the class, not drama. People. Yeah. Um, but yet it had a line. It never could take away from my sport that I was in, but yet I remember in eighth grade, I went out for our school play over playing basketball and it was great. I had one. I was the doctor in Velveteen Rabbit. I didn't have many lines, but that's when they started doing like we had good makeup artists. So they made me look like an old man for a kid. And so that was pretty cool. Um, but I participated in that a lot through. But it was always like, OK, I'm not going to do the play because I got sports practice. Like it was never going to outdo that. Uh, what was the first sport you started playing as a kid?
1: Um, Gosh. I just remember playing all of them, but like or I mean the yeah, the three bigs I think were uh would have been basketball, baseball, uh football when I was young until
0: yeah
1: until I got to middle school and um everybody got bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> and I also started running cross country. So yeah. um was a little um and I yeah, still so one of the few things I still do is is run, but um yeah. So I remember doing that uh mainly those three were kind of my i guess biggest interest in terms of sports basketball is probably the one i found the most interesting playing yeah um, but yeah
0: and and so i mean basketball yeah i got older brother man who 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 could beat who
1: <laughs> you have to uh i i think we'd probably uh say yeah he, he could probably always take me he was always a little yeah a little older yeah um, the funny thing was is I think um I think he was less uh competitive so um and because of that maybe and just the different levels of skill for the different levels of class like he they had yeah. some big basketball players his age that he didn't really Excel um, or make varsity or do things like that Well I think he made varsity but he didn't play it a, t- a ton okay. there but um, but yeah he could probably always uh, beat me anyway so it was it was uh, but it was always fun I was fun playing against him. One of those things too I think is an older brother is a little craftier right so
0: yeah he's in your yeah, head yep oh yeah uh I had two I've had two brothers on the show and younger brother's really really good friend of mine and and so he's like oh my older brother hasn't beat me in basketball since like 87 or so you know and the other mm-hmm. his older brother's like oh no I always win I'm the older brother so I was like <laughs> I hear you I hear you it's like one of those things like I play a lot of games basketball against my dad he's seventy something years old I want him to play in basketball now he's crafty like <laughs> he could get in my head easily and he was like I good basketball player this time and so he was always kind of disappointed and follow his footsteps but i was like i like hitting people basketball is fun i don't have the killer instinct but i liked hitting people in football so i I, that was my sport and i was just like i like shooting baskets i like playing games but when it came down to like a true killer instinct i just didn't have it and i didn't want to put that on anybody else if i played on the teams and stuff so i stuck away i did skiing skiing was. Yeah. Well, wow.
1: it, as good as as good as we weren't, you probably didn't miss a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I mean, maybe the class that... ahead of us was pretty good. Our class oh, yeah. Not so great. So it was a little bit uh, it, was, it was a tough, uh, tough last year, I think.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I, but it's all part you guys are really class. good at basketball in my mind. you were really good <laughs> at basketball in my mind. Yeah. So uh, easy, easy not to play. But um, yeah, I remember the class ahead of you guys. I mean they're all probably their starting lineup all could dunk, I bet at one time, you know. <laughs> and so that was interesting. And but yeah, and then you you were know, the year behind, it was always like, well, we'll try. And there were a lot of guys that played football with that played on that team. And I was like, yeah, they're great football players.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We I and mean, we still had fun, but yeah. Was, yeah. But we didn't win a whole lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I don't remember you guys, those, that kind of stuff. You're winners in my heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we played a lot of ear murals. That was, I had fun playing. Yeah. Sometimes that was even more fun just when we're laid back. But, yeah. yeah.
0: And did you guys, okay, high school basketball, did you guys have the tight shorts or were you guys moving on to the jordans by then like was that the timing i'm always i crack up because they're yeah the nut huggers or
1: yeah we uh, we definitely Jordan. had some short shorts when um early on until I, I, gosh i want to say probably maybe sophomore year yeah when we got to high school it seemed like um all through junior high i don't remember for sure what year that finally got some shorts yeah. that were yeah a little bit longer and the uh, and even more than i think the the length maybe was the fabric <laughs> so oh yeah of the fabric on some of those things were was awful um just super uncomfortable and yeah. we played in football
0: gear that was 30 years old when i was playing <laughs> i had to be
1: and yeah.
0: all our coaches was like well we wanted it so we're just gonna keep playing in it right and i was like okay and like i remember they asked if you're going to retire some numbers for Laramie High School. And, and John D. Tow was like, I can't afford to lose that jersey. Like, <laughs> literally from playing. Like, I was like, wow. <laughs> and they have sweet jerseys now, like Laramie High School football team. Oh, they yeah. Many, they don't win many games, but they have some bombed, like just the <laughs> yellow stripe down the side, maroon. I was like, ah. Oh. But they don't win a whole lot of games. So I was like, I bet they would, they would wear our uniforms to win. That'd be cool. (laughs) And I want my uniform. I'd love to have my old uniform. I wonder if I could. I wonder where it's at. It's probably burned somewhere. Somebody probably stole. (laughs) I heard stole or something. Yeah, those would be interesting to see again. Um, and so when you uh, got into high school, were you any high school clubs besides basketball, track? country
1: not really there's a couple times i think where i i tried a club here and there for a week or something like that or a couple weeks and then it just didn't yeah it didn't stick i don't remember doing like high school so long ago i'm like I'm for totally yeah. what i did but um yeah i remember having some fun in some class you know certain classes and things like that but um yeah i didn't do a, a whole lot um yeah in terms of clubs or anything like that
0: do you have a favorite and, teacher
1: um i would say probably a couple uh teachers that i really okay. liked, mr street um i really liked mr augustine okay um, yeah i had a lot of I, in fact like i still yeah go, go back to some of what the things we read in his class and i think influence that i didn't know was happening at that time until i kind of got into college and uh. um yeah did a literature like focused major and in college, and and didn't expect to do that, and um, kind of, I think some of that influence from back then was like, oh yeah, I actually found some of that interesting. It was hard because I didn't necessarily get it all at first, but I remember uh, Mister Augustine being there for that. He was also involved with our cross country program, and so got to spend time with him. He had kind of a unique sense of humor. It was a lot of fun sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember.
0: You uh, wow, because I can remember a lot of stuff. It's interesting for the amount of stuff I've done in my brain. Uh, you came right at one of our football practices. I don't know if you were ever gonna play or you were just, I can't remember. And we're I, stretching, and you were like the least flexible person. Yeah, uh, I, I, I figured for a runner, like it'd be pretty easy. And you're like, This is as far as I can go. And I was like, What? Yeah, no, still, still the same. Not yeah. Much, yeah,
1: I've gotten no better. Um, Still, a pretty yeah, pr- pretty challenging for me. So, well, I had a. I, I, I tell myself still to this day that that's something I should work on, but um, probably recover a little bit better, especially now as I get older and yeah trying to recover from, you know, working out or, or running and can take a little longer. I had still, a few more cramps and more cramps, gee. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> jumping out of bed as the as the calf is all of sudden knotted up or the. Or your foot, or something.
0: But I'm having calf tightness like right now. And Tia's like, How'd you do that? And I was like, I don't know, being alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> just yeah. tight right now.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was doing like, I think I was like doing, uh, you know, some like working on pull up the other day. And my hamstring like tightened up. And I'm like, oh. I'm not, that's not even the muscle I'm, <laughs> yeah, somehow. Yeah. I don't know how this thing works anymore to where, like, you're doing one thing and something else completely seemingly unrelated, but I guess our bodies probably somehow all that's connected. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I hurt my neck sleeping. That was the weirdest thing. Like, (laughs) my pills are great. I've never had an issue. Woke up one day and it was like, oh, now I got to do physical therapy because my neck's hurt from sleeping. I want it to be some sort of cool injury, not. Yeah, that dream I had, Uh, I had, going back to flexibility, I had a shot put coach in high school, Um, she would just preach flexibility and be like, they're the strongest guys in the world can grab their toes. And she's like, I'm like, no way. And they're like, oh yeah. And she would like try to like, I'll buy you a steak dinner and all this stuff to get me more flexible. And we'd stretch all the time. And she went to college with Christian Akoya, who was playing for the Chiefs at the time. And and she's like, Christian Akoya could do the splits. Like, she would just go at me trying to push my buttons. And I could eventually, by the end of the season, I could grab, like, my toes, like, straight down, which I can't do now, which I was so impressed then. Probably, she got me my best shape, had me on a different workout. So, by the time football season rolled around, I was playing at my best, strong senior year was awesome. And she was a female shot put coach who was six months pregnant that could throw a disc farther than I could (laughs) at the time she wasn't supposed to, but she would just be like trying to just show a technique and she'd be like zing. And I'd be like, and you're pregnant. (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) wow. But yeah, it made me so strong. And flexibility is always a key part of any sort of lifestyle and working, So you don't wake up with stiff calves or cramp up and
1: middle of a pull up, you're like, oh, yeah. it's, uh, Actually, uh, I tried yoga for a minute and, <laughs> um, just to help out with some of that as well. And that, yeah, that's, that's hard to hold some of those movements when you can't, when you're not very flexible because yeah, it puts that much more strain on everything else. It's
0: a lot harder than it looks. I've done yoga quite a few times. I'm not super duper flexible. Um, I probably tried just to stretch. So I don't <laughs> prevent yeah. entries, so, but I did DDP yoga for a little while. That was interesting because, yeah, he, I'd be they'd be doing stuff, and I'm like, I can't hit in that position, not yet. <laughs> That's a rough one. And uh, but yeah, it's it's good to be all flexible and stuff. But I, I remember that being in football, and I don't know if you were coming to play on the team because I thought I it was always like
1: I, I thought about it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah yeah I think I, I might have showed up to like two practices or something like that, and that yeah like we ran and did some calisthenics or something and then I was oh, like yeah true. maybe I don't want to do this I think yeah, I might have gone true. back to running cross country or something I don't remember that If like, I think I did that that year maybe played tennis did wait, um, did you come when we had
0: to wear ankle weights were you as a junior no I've oh, never or our sophomore. That. all right yeah it could have been because yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's juniors and seniors would wear ankle weights so you would have yeah. been a junior with yeah That sucked. But um, it was interesting because I'd always got guys on the team that would be like, oh, my favorite part about football is running. And I was like, there's an actual sport for that. Right. (laughs) Go do that. I go, that is my least favorite part. I understand. we do it. But no, I want to hit you, not run a mile. That's no good. Yeah, The dog's doing (laughs) calisthenics in the back, folks. Yeah. My dog is super distracting
1: today. I don't know what her deal is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lacey. Sometimes my cat podcast your dog. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes my cat makes an appearance. You just see a head pop up right about here. Yeah. Oh yeah. She'll climb into my lap too sometimes when I'm in a Zoom call and be like, boom. Everybody (laughs) at work loves it.
0: Yes. Oh yeah.
1: 45 pound dog in my lap.
0: (laughs) You've taken over if the dog's taking over you, you could just walk away and be like, you guys like my dog better. <laughs> <laughs> probably
1: offering more anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, but I digress back to then high school and stuff. Um, did you, I, mean, I ended up, I was in DECA, which was marketing. Um, and the only reason I joined DECA was they came to visit the junior high uh, when we were in ninth grade. And there was two really good looking girls. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. I don't know what this is all about, but I'm in. And they graduated, they were seniors. and They graduated by the time I joined up. But for the most part, while I was in Decca, it was definitely imbalanced like more females to males. So it was yeah. a good move. I was, a, my senior year, I was a president and all my cabinet was all female. So I was like, I feel this is good. I sucked at the the competition, doing advertising, and marketing stuff, I can tell you what we had to do. Um, but it was it was kind of got me focused in an area I thought I was gonna do in college and not even anywhere near what I'd end up doing. Nice. But it was an idea going, okay, maybe I could do this. I suck at the competition, but I could do this advertising marketing makes sense. And so did you get involved in anything? Did you have any idea? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah unfortunately, you know? no. Like I kept my like, my yeah high school experiences fr- pretty limited, I think. Um, in a lot of ways um i was fortunate that, like i said to have some good friends and i think have um you know outlets and like you know hanging out with um you know jackie Gabe, and you know some oh, yeah. at, at times having being able to be around jackie and her family and um sort of broadening my horizons in terms of the conversations we might have there and things like that i think oh, yeah were helpful and useful but like in terms of me joining things and doing taking advantage of what was there i probably didn't even, wasn't even aware of, uh, half of or most of what was available to me unfortunately uh it's one of those things like yeah again i look back now going wow like missed out on a lot but um
0: yeah i think a, a lot of people will say that i mean, having yeah. regrets of high school missing out i mean you
1: that. don't know what you don't know what you don't know right yeah yeah true <laughs>
0: it's true i mean yeah, we had three hundred people and I in our graduating class or something, and yeah, I don't know all of them. I might recognize their face, but I was like, and and or maybe I did, and I was in class with them, and I feel bad that I don't know, remember them, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's uh, I mean, it was a blur, and also I was new. I mean, I was moved here in eighth grade, and so by the time I was a senior, I, I was just I felt. Kind of still a little bit an outsider-ish, but Liat, like, I want to get out of here. And, <laughs> and so, but I didn't. I went to the University of Wyoming, but I tried. <laughs> I got recruited to play football and stuff. But every coach was like, I thought you were taller. And I was like, this is not happening. Um, so UW, it was. And I had a blast, I think. But my senior year and UW made me like Laramie a whole lot more. Uh, actually started wearing UW gear and stuff like that. I was Ducks fan, still am, for for uh, <laughs> well, a you long know that's time. it's
1: horrible out here, right? What's that? You know it's horrible out here, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. so, I mean, my dad's a Huskies fan, so yeah. he's from Washington, so we we battle during those games. So
1: yeah.
0: yeah, he's always like, when the Beavers and the Ducks lose, he's always like, oh, it's a good day. It's a good day." <laughs> And yeah. so, but did you know you wanted to go to college right after high school? Did you know where you wanted to go?
1: Uh, you know, I knew I was going to college. I think that's one of the things my parents, um, neither of whom went to college, but uh, for some reason convinced me, my brother, that that's just what you do after high school. And I don't know. I you We know, never questioned it. And so we. Yeah, I, I knew I was going, I didn't know what i was doing when i got there and i I struggled a little bit at first trying to just find my place there Um, i started off my first semester in an engineering program in colorado um down to colorado school of mines in golden and then dropped out after one semester there came back to the university of wyoming tried to figure out what i wanted to do and um yeah so yeah, it took me a while to kind of figure that out. And yeah, I got degrees and things that were fun, but I had no idea what I was going to do with that kind of stuff. So but I had a good time and I learned a lot. Um, yeah. So nice. I ended up uh, majoring in double major in international studies in Russian language at the University of Wyoming. Um, eventually got a master's in Russian language and literature at Ohio State and yeah, I spent some time over in russia and kind of i think that was a big um learning moment in my life just uh going from laramie we, we didn't really travel much as a family growing up yeah as we talked about earlier my family's from wyoming so i uh, didn't really know or have much experience beyond that so having something like that uh, was a huge moment for me in life of just learning about myself i never did much with it professionally but yeah personally, personally and, and in a lot of ways uh it was a uh, um met my uh ex-wife when i was <laughs> going to school in russia um and uh, yeah so did i mean what i what drew There's you a lot into, there right <laughs> yeah what drew you into to the russian language you know it was a, just a total accident like a lot of things in, <laughs> in life sort of like yeah I in, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I wanted to study. I actually uh, find a lot of things interesting. So I feel like I could have majored in any number of things. And yeah. whatever was my favorite class for the semester, I was like, oh, maybe I'll major in that. And um, ended up, uh, yeah, uh, knowing that I was going to have to take a foreign language for the types of degrees I was considering at that point in time and then deciding on a language that might be somewhat unique um just not something that everybody else was taking um <laughs> my daughter's alarm's going yeah. off back. um but yeah so um i just started doing that and then i found out they had this really inexpensive um you know foreign exchange trip that you could take to russia from university of wyoming and i had never been anywhere so i did that and i think just that whole experience the you know just was so interesting and unique for me that i just became very interested in that for a while and um and then the trips over to russia i went the first year for a couple months and then i went back for um i think seven months the second second time and then um back a third time so eventually my skills Language skills just got better as I oh, yeah. was, you know, in country and um, and so just kind of at some point I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm pretty close to a major and and by the time I had all those credits, it was like I'm close to a major in Russian. I guess I'll add that on and um, kind of continue with it, see where it takes me. <laughs> I hit uh, the other end. <laughs> yeah, can. We're a math uh, here.
0: <laughs> was that the, your first time out of the country?
1: Yeah yeah i'd never been yeah outside of the country or yeah wow. and so that was a big experience and and this is you know for for folks i'm most of the people listening are probably around our age but back yeah, then yeah. early 90s that russia hadn't been open that long no and some some of the cities we went to um in the primary city that um was uh, Saratov in russia and it had been a closed city during the soviet union that right. um, foreigners weren't allowed to so while we were there people were also very interested in us like I bet. hadn't been open that long uh to foreigners and so that whole experience was just yeah interesting and
0: and so you awesome went over there a few often. times what led you to ohio state is that where you get your master's at or or did you know yeah there or?
1: yeah the no it's the big the big 10 schools for some reason i don't I, you know i think they have a lot of immigrants there or at least had it at some point um but all of those uh many of those schools michigan state michigan ohio state wisconsin all have really good or at the time had good russian language slavic language uh-huh. culture language programs stuff like that and so it was one of this yeah schools that offered quite a bit
0: and so when you go over there i mean i guess the first couple of trips was it just sightseeing or just trying to learn were you taking classes over there
1: yeah we we're taking classes um this you know the summer program was just very much language focused for for foreign speakers and then um the second time i went over there I actually just attended regular classes with russian students um my i wasn't expected to keep up the same kind of <laughs> workload yeah. as them and and do everything I, I was only in my i don't know second third year of russian at that point so um still was kind of trying to figure it all out but
0: were you able to travel outside of Russia while you
1: were there or was it still no I just kind of just down? in Russia yeah yeah I traveled quite a bit inside of Russia like I went um so you fly into Moscow and then we would take the train down to Saratov and then um and then uh a couple times I took these um boat trips along the Volga so you would like, you know, both the Volga is a big river. So you like yeah. you have these boats that you can sleep in, you know, sleeping cabins and things like that. And you go visit different cities up and down the Volga. Cool. And so I did quite a bit of that. So I got to see quite a few cities. And then we would spend about a week in Moscow, um, spend a few days in St. Petersburg, things like that.
0: Wow. And then, hey, I have an ex-wife. She was British. Uh, <laughs> I met her at a summer camp I worked at yeah. and, uh, yeah. So it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we didn't have I got a kids. couple of great kids out of it. Yeah. So. There you go. There you go. We didn't have any kids, so it was an easier split and it was only like three and a half years. Um, but that summer camp and going to England, I did a lot of traveling when I was younger and I was like, cause I knew I was like, I gotta do stuff. Cause I don't want to be the guy that says I wish yeah and and i was already my parents kind of made us explorers they left wash the state of washington to move to oregon my mom and stepdad came to wyoming my sisters went to texas florida i went to new york like but yet i live in laramie again but i knew i had to like yeah check things out and still do um and it sounds like that kind of opened you up to you know maybe traveling more (laughs) not coming back to Laramie and everything and, and clearly led you to the West Coast, or did you, after Russia, did you go to the West Coast?
1: Um, yeah, so after Ohio State, I, um, as soon as I finished that, my master's program there in, yeah. in Russian language and lit, um, I moved to Tacoma. Not really sure what I was gonna do yet, because what do you do with a, yeah, master's degree in Russian language and lit. But, so I started working for a nonprofit when uh, i got here but i, I moved out here because my brother was here it was either back to laramie um yeah because i c- did want to be closer to family or out to uh tacoma it seemed like tacoma probably have a few more opportunities um and so i yeah came out here and it took a while to get used to uh, it, i know you're from yeah. northwest, so to get used to uh sort of that the rain and the darkness in the winter yeah. but um eventually i you just start going out in it and it and it turns out to be okay and um and also i just realized like i never went home in the winter right it's like i might be miserable here but i wasn't gonna go to the wind and snow either so
0: yeah i when i moved back to laramie from new york it was a job at the university of Wyoming, and i was like five years that's it and i'm going to the west coast that's where i belong oregon's where i'm probably gonna die like yeah and it's what now almost 19 years uh now in laramie i mean kept getting promotions which was good but every time i go visit i was like man i really miss wyoming sun and like it could be negative 20 but the sun's out does disposition i'd go visit my dad and relatives and when i was there in the winter spring times be there for like seven days and six of them would be overcast and always that last day i'm like oh there's sun here and i it would change my mood and, uh, but I, I recall, like, you just go out and you just go do it. Um, yeah. I mean, being, yeah, you,
1: you, I, I got used to it. Yeah. People yeah. Do, Or you drive over the mountains? Like it's not that far. Yeah. You drive over the cascades and then it's, um, gonna be similar almost to Wyoming. Not quite as, no, high, no. But, uh, yeah, they're gonna get snow and sun over there. So
0: my grandmother and mom, Lake Chelan. Have you heard of Lake Chelan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they grew up, that's where my mom grew up. Right around there. Yeah. My a lot dad. of people go
1: a lot of people go there that I know, like in the winter yeah. or even I, in the summer, but summer gets pretty hot over there.
0: But yeah, and they have a casino on it now, which shocked me.
1: Yeah.
0: Like and my grand my grandma eventually liked yeah. to gamble. So we go visit her and be like, let's go to the casino. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, let's not blow the fortune right now, grandma. But uh yeah. she was disciplined, she could walk out and be fine with it. But it was yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, I grew up on that lake. That's why I learned how to swim at like Five, four or five years old, because my mom was like, "You're going to be around the lake for the rest of your life, so yeah,
1: you're going to learn how
0: to swim now." And I remember I moved to Laramie and I was in the swimming classes in like sophomore year, and they put me in the best with like the divers and swimmers. Yeah, they were shocked, and I was like, "I'm an average swimmer in Oregon." Yeah, average. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, that's one thing I tell people. Like, I I don't know if I swim because, like, Laramie, you don't feel like getting in the water. It's not yeah. ever that hot. So like, or at least I never felt like yeah. water. So yeah, I can, I cannot not drown. I don't know if we call it swimming. But.
0: Oh yeah. I could do all the strokes for a while. I couldn't do them now, but I love the water and everything, but yeah, it was it's Chelan. I mean, Washington, that's where all like the, my relatives are, are still at kind of spread out actually some were in way Eastern Washington and such. Uh, yeah. I, I, Pacific Northwest holds a strong, strong place in my heart and it, it, that it's a great
1: place. I mean yeah. there's like such a variety out here. Yeah, know, from the yeah, the ocean to the rainforest to uh eastern Washington which looks a lot like Wyoming in some areas and yeah, it's just
0: and if the Trailblazers ever win a championship, I will probably cry. <laughs> I was they were like They will in, eventually. Right? In 77 they won, their only one. I was what, 4. So yeah. or 3, I mean and uh wasn't quite aware of it i see all the pictures but yeah. i will shed a tear that's the only team i'm like just win one in my lifetime so like she's so happy small market portland
1: the people here have uh given up on basketball since uh, since they lost the sonics they were yeah. people i i still like in some ways don't and I, I, since i didn't grow up here i don't have that same level of attachment but yeah um yeah folks here like, okay, I'm not watching basketball ever again <laughs> when the song left. It's like, oh, all
0: right. I I had friends that are from that area and they were like, they're like, I I, I should become a Trailblazer fan, but yeah. it's just no. And I was like, I know it's a huge rivalry. It's really hard to be like, yeah, yeah let's choose the next closest geographical team who happened to be one of the bigger rivals forever. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that'd be tough. I got I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I get it why they're like, yeah, I'm through with basketball or at least none of them jumped ship and all went to Oklahoma city. I had a buddy. they would
1: definitely would not have done that Yeah, never yeah.
0: mad. <laughs> I have a friend that says the I team like on. So
1: they, they get upset.
0: The team that shall not be named as he calls them. He won't even call him Oklahoma city thunder right now. He's, yeah. and it's been years. It's funny and anything like that. Yeah. And so, so are you still with a nonprofit organization?
1: I, yeah. Yeah. Just actually, um, I got, to tacoma in 2001 and so i just uh passed my 20th year uh-huh. uh, with the nonprofit, and it's yeah I mean, again one well, not not none of this was planned it was sort of like um i got hired on as a temp huh? uh, to work in a program that helped uh low-income adults get into college because i knew how to go to college at that point so i could help <laughs> with that and fill student loan application or student financial aid applications things like that right and try to help people find schools and find the right programs and then yeah eventually just kind of moved into management positions and then yeah and then got an it degree and Sweet. Kind of started our it department yeah there you it. we didn't really have an it we had some it staff but not yeah. a department yeah and we still only have like three people but um yeah so I've done a lot of different things, but at the same nonprofit. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. Um, and you say you have two daughters, right? What I do, old yeah. are they?
1: Uh, so Katya is my oldest has turned 25. Wow. Yeah. And then my, uh, youngest turned 21, um, back in August. So two adult children and yeah.
0: They're not trying to make you a grandfather anytime soon, are they?
1: Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> my oldest, my oldest is still saying she's not sure she's ever going to have um yeah a child she and her partner uh live up in seattle and um they have that conversation sometime about whether they'll ever um yeah ever have uh children but uh my daughter's at this point is fairly certain that's not what she wants but uh she's 25 so we'll see uh yeah 21 year old will probably have uh kids at some point she's more more of a nurturer she's the one with all the animals and all uh-huh. the care of things but yeah that was they're good. They're, they're a lot of fun i my oldest or my youngest still lives with me um and then yeah my oldest lives in seattle so she's not far she comes by quite a bit um we just yeah her for birthday this last weekend so it was oh, sweet happy birthday yeah at the bar with with them right because like yeah old enough now we can, Go out for cocktails, which is much more. Like I, I loved it when they were kids, but there's a part of me that is happy that now we get to have cocktails instead of uh, maybe a bunch of you know kids and <laughs> maybe cups. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, I yeah, like saw with our. I, mean, I don't know if you get the same way, but when you see someone from our graduating class and they're like now grandparent, I'm like, quit making us that old. I don't want to <laughs> believe that we could be grandparents, but just is just wacky to me. Yeah. But yeah, we, you know, we keep getting older every second, but I was just like, wow. And, and so, when you know, my friends get kids to go into their twenties. And I'm like, here it comes, here it comes. Yeah. But uh, I understand not having kids. I didn't, um, I always want to wait for the right moment, girl, that stuff. And yeah. by the time I've been with Tia, the last 10 years and she doesn't ever wanted kids. And I was like, I guess I wasn't really sold on that one because I don't mind. And we'll wake up and we'll be like, You hear that? And she's like, What? And I'm like, That's the sound of no kids. It's so quiet around here. <laughs> especially when like a niece is a nephew's and we visit them or they visit us and stuff like that. And it's wild and crazy. And, and it's fun with, to be around them, but it's definitely uh, the most I deal with is my cat clawing up stuff. Yeah. Which...
1: yeah. I would say for me, it's like, Yeah, like I, it also wasn't planned. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in my life, I, I can't say <laughs> it was really planned. It just sort of, you know, I yeah, it's not like I didn't know that certain things led to that, but like it wasn't planned. And um necessarily I was gonna have a kid at that point in time, yeah. but had kids and like um I would say it's been the most rewarding, as most parents probably would say, most rewarding experience in my life. But yeah, yeah I think um yeah I think that that's there's lots of ways to navigate this world and you don't have to have kids <laughs> to to be fulfilled <laughs> yeah oh yeah
0: yeah I, I'm good I mean, I got well because I was like I don't I, the older I got I was like I don't want to be an old dad yeah an old dad like
1: it would like, be hard to like enter from an energy perspective but then yeah. I wish I wouldn't have been like I wish I would have been smarter that was the right. other thing I it took me I, I, in a lot of ways, I felt like I grew up with my kids because I have Yeah, been a lot of parents say that. Yeah. And so it's like, um, but I wish I'd have been a little smarter at the beginning. Maybe, you, know, you make a few less mistakes or something, but I uh, suppose, yeah. suppose that's a, on the, on the job, uh, training. <laughs> of course. it's hard to, hard to get there until you kind of go through it too.
0: Well, my mom always says probably the biggest form of birth control was For me was uh, my sister; who's eleven years younger than me, because I was a very big raiser, like yeah, I helped raise her. Not that
1: experience, sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I changed (laughs) a lot of diapers, uh, all that. And so when I see parents going through that, or my friends going through some of the same stages, I was like, yeah, I've done that. I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. And like, like you want to change diaper? I was like, no, I have changed a lot. I'm good. I'm not really up for that but yet she wasn't definitely my own but i had that every once in a while that sense of pride when she does great things yeah, sense yeah. of failure when she doesn't you know like like ah oh, where'd i go wrong even though i'm not her dad but i like yeah I'm definitely a cool brother for her yeah
1: And am lucky to have sisters i think because it's until you know it's not like i didn't have you know friends that were were know girls and what and whatnot but like for me until i had daughters i didn't it helped me to some ways understand the world a little bit better Yeah, not not completely obviously but like better in terms of uh what uh yeah girls and women face and and in this in this world and so that was like certainly helpful for me as well Oh yeah and so you you were fortunate enough to get some of that as a child (laughs) it was just me and my brother so yeah my poor mom (laughs) like my dad who's yeah in many ways like yeah i got got another child at times right? i got yeah three sisters i was always
0: outnumbered yeah and uh but yet it gave me great insight and great to to hear them go through their trials and tribulations of life and I'm just like oh man dudes come on like that's yeah. all I think about the male species yeah. I'm just like do better with yeah. these women so there's
1: a yeah. lot of thinking back now going oh man yeah <laughs> is that really how it was yeah
0: yeah I, I and like there'd be times where my friends would say something to a girl and I'd be like you don't have any sisters do you and they're <laughs> like no and I was like
1: yeah. i can tell i was like they don't want to hear that
0: by the way (laughs) oh really no not at all
1: no not Not Hearts over that way
0: yeah and so but yeah that is it always is an eye-opener um jeremy wheatley has three daughters and i was like the one guy that needed three daughters was that guy and i think it opened up his perspective to uh, equal and fair treatment of women and stuff he's one of my best friends and uh but i was like if one guy had to get three daughters i'm so happy for him to get three daughters and uh it's mellowed him out a lot so it's good and everything and uh so you out there living the dream in tacoma washington and everything
1: yeah Um, i I like it out here yeah
0: and you're you're still a big runner
1: right uh not yeah i mean i don't know if i i definitely mellowed out like i'd say a few years ago i was more like intense about it, kind of mellowed out, um, maybe already like four or five years ago, kind of cut back, but I still run.
0: How many, marath- how many marathons have you done?
1: Uh, 13. 13, wow. Yeah. And, I couldn't uh,
0: believe, I've done a warrior <laughs> dash. I've done a couple 5Ks. If you had told me that when I was playing football, I would have said whatever. Right. Uh, warrior dash was fun because there's obstacles and everything. And there's beer at the end. So that was a yeah. good time. Uh and now the 5Ks were for charity and stuff. And so yeah, I not like I'm gonna get out there and run again anytime soon. Uh COVID put me on the couch a lot. So I gotta get back to the better shape.
1: Yeah, me too. Could yeah. <laughs> do a little. And then I had an injury recently. So it's been a couple months of fairly limited activity. But yeah, but even before that, I was definitely needing to get out and move a little bit more. Too much sitting at home working from yeah. home. Yeah, moving in nearly as much. And, um, yeah, and too much and too, e- too easy access to the fridge. So it's sort of like trying to, yeah, just get some balance back in, in that area.
0: When I noticed when I was at home, I went out and bought like healthier snacks because I knew I was going to be just there to have yeah. them. And I would do stuff like I, my studio, extra bedroom, whatever is upstairs. And so I would set up my computer at work and I would keep my laptop downstairs. And so I would go downstairs and work my laptop just to change up the scenery. I was only on for a few months, but I mean, I'd make all the jokes with my cats, being my coworkers and stuff like that. And, uh, we got a huge technology upgrade at the university. So nice. that made me go back and there was nobody there. And so I was like, oh, it's easy. Nobody's here to give me that poison air. And, and yeah. that stuff had died down a whole lot yeah. when I'd gone home. Like we didn't know, like we're cleaning everything. And someone coughed on that. It could still be right. It. Right. totally that. And then by the time I was going back, it wasn't quite that as much. Um, we were still doing way too much overcleaning at the time, but, and so, but there was no one on campus. It was weird that I'd walk across campus with a mask on. Nobody, not see a soul. Walk into yeah. a building which you had to scan to get in. Everything was locked down once, a, and then go into classroom with nobody and still have a mask on. Because I was like, the moment I take this off, somebody's gonna call me out on it, or I'm gonna yeah. see somebody. I'm like, uh, eventually, I started yeah. working in classrooms without a mask on and everything. But we're st- we're supposed to wear masks indoors here at the university, which is I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, I have,
1: I, yeah. I gonna say here they're we still are required to like yeah the state but um they're talking about easing that restriction i think oregon did it already california's about to washington pretty soon
0: yeah i have seven tech no nine techs student techs that works for me and students man they spread colds they spread everything <laughs> everything yeah yeah and so like I I was juggling sometimes where they would like one kid would be out a week like kids one of them average a week be out from COVID and I was like stay away I to have my own office and I was just like if you come to my office wear your mask I'll come (laughs) please because I I had diabetes that's why I went home Ah. compromised immune system Um, and I think I got it it into 2019 where it wasn't a a diagnosable thing, but it was in the world is the worst right. thing. Sickness that I've ever remember having. Right. And so I was like, if you're telling me I just have to wear this mask and I won't get that sick again, I'm in.
1: All right. right? Uh, it was
0: terrible. It still sits in my head. So I got vaccinated, the booster. I was like, I'm going to do this. So I don't have to worry about getting that sick. again. I can handle getting sick, but that was so dehydrated it was terrible.
1: Yeah yeah it wasn't a hard decision out like where 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 i am either we had and in fact like we're required at where i work okay we do um we do behavioral health and um so oh yeah doing healthcare. we have um you can get exemptions but they're pretty hard to get um but yeah i would i would have done it anyway but yeah it's um but still mostly working from home anyway so but yeah like, we're about to go back to the office at least some of the time try to reconnect with people who will get back to collaborating a little bit more and a little better communication
0: i think i've thoroughly tested the vaccine i've been to texas to south (laughs) hondre island i've been to nashville tennessee yeah i got got
1: friends that live in texas yeah yeah, they come back and they're like i went to
0: las vegas yeah Yeah. went to red rocks for a concert i've been to multiple games i went to sheridan wyoming at a concert so i was like tested approved it works <laughs> it works it does. myself around some people
1: yeah i've Man. actually yeah been yeah in pretty close contact with people that have tested positive and still haven't tested positive ever i may have you know had it at some point but didn't get i, sick.
0: I get it or you get the one person that's like oh i came up positive and you were hanging out a few days before and then, so I was like calling in to get set up a test and they're like, well, do you have symptoms? So I was like, I don't know. I might now I can't, yeah. they come on yeah. right away. And I had like a fall. Well, if you
1: read the symptoms too, it's like, yeah, I got one of those every day. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like- <laughs> <There you> go.
0: <laughs> I got a false positive, but it's cause they did batch testing. And so if one person in the batch is positive, the rest are. And uh, so I had to sit home and. Like they were asking questions. I was like, I feel fine. If this is COVID, this was easy. Like it was 10 days of, eh. and so I could work, but I couldn't go back to work. So I could work from home and every day my boss would check in, which was cool. I'm like, how are you feeling? I was like, fine. I feel great. Like yeah. I don't have COVID. And so I even got like a negative test during that time period. And I also got, um, antibodies tests, like two weeks later, just to show that i was never positive i'm going to frame all that stuff when this is all done and <laughs> <laughs> with some masks and be like
1: remember that time yeah, uh, we, we had yeah. a little uh, uh i have a running group that i hang out with sometimes we had yeah. a, a tamale party like right around the holidays and all of a sudden one person came out of that with covid so that was like or that was at that party yeah so everybody but everybody that was part of that group was yeah vaxxed and boosted and all yeah that. So like uh, i think only i don't think anybody actually else tested positive that was there it was that person's house oh.
0: <laughs> like, so it was looming for you but yeah the but booster we, and the vaccine we, we made it
1: out okay somehow
0: that's good well i got one more question for you yeah for you in this show uh i asked this of everyone on the show since it's called all my friends how'd we meet
1: oh man if i go back i feel like if you can t- correct me if i'm wrong but didn't when you first moved to uh laramie like moved down the street right yeah like, yeah Arnold. You know, you were, yeah arnold street right down the street and i was like i think that was right when you got there and yeah yeah so it was just sort of like new neighborhood kid
0: yeah you and dave hubert were yeah. probably the first two on the street that i met and I want to say, I remember playing the baseball game, board game. Yes,
1: with, yeah. You and your
0: brother had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I became a Yankee fan. Oh, really? Because of your Yankee fan, right? Or is your brother. Brother. You? Your brother, is, brother yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really didn't have my Mariners were kind of a thing. My grandma liked them, but I wasn't really into it. And then seeing such passion from people at my age about baseball. That got me into it. And I always tell people, I was like, a oh, Yankee fan since Don Manley. And they kind of sucked. He was great. <laughs> and I was like, and then this guy named Derek Jeter came along and changed the world. And I was like, and then living in New York was pretty sweet, too. I was there for the Subway series and everything. But, yeah, y'all tell Dean, he converted me to a Yankee fan.
1: I'll let him know. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> He'll be proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
0: playing that 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 board game. I definitely remember that. And and so yeah, Arnold Street. Um, yeah,
1: don't don't tell Gabe um, <laughs> if he listens. Yeah, I haven't watched probably uh, the only probably two baseball games I've watched in the last twenty years have been when I go to the baseball game with Gabe Aragon when I go visit him. <laughs> it,
0: I, it was tough. Like when living in New York, I would watch. I went to a lot of games. I even went to Mets games. Um, it's maybe access tickets but now i'm like oh it's all the way down in denver and get to see the rock yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: just not, I'm just
0: not feeling it as much um i might watch playoffs on tv yeah um, it's a long ass season but yeah it's uh yeah i
1: haven't watched much yeah i don't watch as so much sports anyway but yeah especially baseball it's like yeah a basketball game once in a while or or you know football the playoffs and. Oh yeah. Uh, just but yeah, don't watch like like when I was a kid and you just kind of grew up meshed in all that sports. It's like
0: I learned that hold out. no matter how super fan I am, it won't not change the outcome. So <laughs> take it a little less seriously, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. And I realized like as I got older and players on off teams like changed so much and Everything and I was just like, I see where my parent, my dad was at. Yeah, he was at my age. He's like, I like the team. I don't know many of the players, but I'm, I'm a fan. But I don't like. I'll get all tied up to it. I'm in my 20s. Going, what do you mean you don't get all tied up in it? <laughs> now I'm in my 40s. I'm like, ah, we're good.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you can appreciate just like when whoever wins or whatever that yeah that they did that yeah the skill or whatever without it, and they like recognize that there are good athletes on the other team yes oh yeah and your team has their own uh yeah jackasses just like everybody else
0: (laughs) and that's why i don't think i'll ever get like i could get like university wyoming tattoo but i couldn't get like a straight up sports franchise tattoo on me yeah
1: i don't have any of those
0: yeah yeah you have a few tattoos but yeah
1: no no sports
0: (laughs) no i i I'm thinking about getting an Oregon one and a Wyoming one, but representative of the States more than than yeah. actual schools, but kind of follow the schools and stuff. So yeah, I need to get more tattoos. I haven't had any since I was like 20. Just I started spending on concert tickets instead of tattoos. So They are
1: expensive. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah.
0: They're definitely an addictive. I mean, it was like yeah. one and I couldn't wait to get the other. Yeah. Curtis yeah. got them. Do you have full sleeves?
1: Yeah. Both, both arms.
0: Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah. thank you for being on the show.
1: Yeah. And, uh, me Thanks for time. having me. I, I hope, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think back in my life. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's that interesting, but maybe.
0: <laughs> I want to thank Kurt for being on the show. I found his life very interesting, especially where he got involved with uh, the Russian language, going to Russia, eventually meeting his ex-wife and everything over there. Yeah, that was very fascinating to me. I hope to see Kurt this summer at our 30-year high school reunion. Somehow, I got tasked with putting the reunion together because I put together a meetup for former plainsmen during Jubilee Days here in Laramie. And, folks, I've been slacking on my tasks, very busy at work and such, and I need all the help I can get to put the reunion together. If you are a Laramie Class of 92 member and you think you can help me, let me know. Hit me up on Facebook. Call, text me if you got my digit. I am open to all ideas, and I want to make this event as fun as possible. On to the next episode. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud.